Shalom and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Friends, this Shabbat, Chaye Sarah, is always significant for me, but especially after returning last night from a meeting in the city with the world-class Jewish academic resources and distinguished professors who shaped and nurtured multiple generations of Temple Israel rabbis, including Rabbi Danziger and his and Jeannie's children, Rabbi Michael Danziger and Rabbi Lindsay Danziger. And I was at the place that shaped and nurtured both my rabbinic father and me at the Hebrew Union College in Cincinnati. On Yom Kippur, I shared the New York-based HUC's decision to shutter the oldest rabbinical school in the Western Hemisphere in Cincinnati. Presently, there is a severe shortage of dynamic, innovative reform rabbis just not enough rabbis to meet the demand in congregations, dozens of congregations like ours in need of spiritual leaders and no solution on the horizon. Many young Jews have demonstrated little interest in belonging to the more traditional streams of Judaism, conservative or orthodoxy. There's a documented rise in assimilation and secularization. There is increasing rates of interfaith marriage, and as we are feeling more than ever since October 7th, growing anti-Semitism, which can lead some to Jewish pride, but can lead others to hide. My meeting was about the creation of potentially the single most dynamic program for the education and training of Reform rabbis and Judaic scholars in the world, the College for Contemporary Judaism to develop new generations of transformative rabbis and scholars grounded in the principles of Reform Judaism. Education, for those of you who teach, you know, education is a sparkler with a long fuse. So planning with a small group of remarkable reform leaders will require years for the launch of a reform rabbinical college and graduate school offering PhDs, rabbinic ordination. During my quick trip, I asked the Uber driver (laughs) to ride past the chapel where my father and I both earned the annual prize for best sermon delivery in our final fifth year of rabbinical school. Now, I only 
found out about my dad's prize because a member of the faculty said, and a woman 93 years old at the dinner I attended said, um, in front of the professor, you won it for your sermon, but your dad is still remembered for kesef male, which means the full price. I never paid attention to that phrase until learning from my professor that my dad focused on it. It's a phrase which describes in this week's Torah portion the purchase agreement that Abraham completed with the Hittites for the burial place for his wife Sarah in the cave of Machpelah, which is now in Hebron on the West Bank in Israel. This is the first recorded death and burial in the history of the Jewish people. And we read about it this week in the Torah. Abraham pays kesef male, the full price, 400 shekels of silver. Guess how much that comes out to in modern currency? $18,000 for one burial plot. Quite a sum for a burial plot, even by today's standards. So judging from, if you just read the text... In the biblical account, Abraham was a lousy businessman. <laughs> but the rabbinic interpreters saw more than evidence of poor business judgment in this story. Why, they said, Abraham protests over the impending destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember, he talks God out of killing innocent people with guilty people. He literally schools God. So Abraham is shrewd and fearless as a bargainer. So the rabbis suggest Abraham paid Kesef Malay the full price because he wished to establish his right to the land for his wife and family beyond question or doubt. The text the Torah text stresses again and again that Abraham's concern was that the land should be made sure, certain for a possession. Only through kesef male, through paying full price, could he earn that right. Now, flying back from my day meeting um, to this amazing reform synagogue got me thinking about the larger meaning of synagogue affiliation. Kesef Malé, in this context, paying the full price is far more than a matter of money, annual giving, or end of year tzedakah, all of which this temple needs. Paying the full price for spiritual growth and lifelong development isn't about money. Financial contributions provide a place and a program and professional guidance. And yes, that is needed for a synagogue. But what the thousands of people who call this place their spiritual home derive from the place 
and the program and clergy and staff 24-7 depends on every person finding his and her own way in the spiritual adventure of Judaism. And that is the ultimate requirement of Kesef Malay, the full price. And that is why Temple Israel and congregation like ours and Temple Beth Am with us tonight from Miami are so important. Temple is our vehicle of spiritual community for our time and all time to come. The reason why people support this place is it's the primary source of our inspiration and our incentive as a faith and a people. That is why the founders of Temple Israel, did you know, organized this congregation opposite what is now the front door of the Memphis Convention Center downtown in 1854. And that is why we still labor for it and sacrifice for it 170 years later. This temple is the site of our rendezvous with God. This is where we strengthen each other, encourage each other, reinforce each other in this monumental task of keeping the eternal Jewish covenant between us and God, which alone explains who we are and, and why, no matter what's happening in Israel or with anti-Semitism, why we will not fail in our purpose, no matter how scary the world often is, like right now. This eternal covenant of Judaism is not by any means a matter of service for its own sake. The covenant that binds us that Abraham just joined in the Torah is one that gives at least as much as it takes. As we all eventually learn, maybe not you high school kids yet, but when you age, you will learn that those who give the most inevitably get the most. In my experience as a rabbi, working alongside lay leaders who contribute their time and skill far above and beyond the call of duty. I remember as a younger rabbi being more than a little surprised to hear a past president, now of blessed memory, acknowledge my appreciation with a response from him that began Micah, don't thank me. Temple could well have done without me, but I don't know what I would have done without Temple. This is a past president. Whatever I gave to it is very little compared to what I received from it. My involvement was its own reward. I developed many close friendships. I benefited enormously from the spiritual reinforcement, the learning, the services, even when I was one of the only people there. I benefited enormously from the caring and the community. Above all, it gave me a sense of belonging and the joy of creative accomplishment, true satisfaction. So whether you're in high school or older than 80, <clears throat> whether you have been an officer of this congregation 
or simply a member. The comment of a temple leader still resonates and reminds me of this story I want to share with you tonight before I close. It's the story about a well-known miser who lived by himself, and he refused to help with any community venture. One day, he drowned. A friend who saw the accident came to the man's widow to break the news to her as gently as he could. I tried to save him, he explained. I repeatedly asked him to give me his hand, but he refused. The widow cried. That illustrates the tragedy of it all. You should have told him, take my hand. He didn't know how to give. A Jew in the Mid-South, without a place like Temple, is kind of like the miser who drowned. He fails to realize that by giving, he is really taking. Participation in this congregation is an open invitation to partnership in the greatest of all spiritual adventures, and it's great to see so many who are exploring Judaism Participation is what develops Jewish friendships in a region with only 8,000 Jews in the Mid-South, touching four states. Participation is the only way of knowing the joy and exhilaration of serving and adding to a spiritual legacy that is filled with meaning and inspiration, not in some nebulous, preachy, abstract way, but in a very warm and personal and permanent way. That is the benefit a Jewish person derives from his or her willingness to pay kesef malay. That phrase I looked up this week after hearing about my dad. The full price. That's really the opportunity that awaits anyone who's part of the temple family. That's the meaning of this place, of helping and sharing and giving of our time, treasures, energy, and effort for each other. That's the heart of this covenant between God and all of us. But you may still wonder why. Why is it more important one month after the October 7th massacre of Jews in Israel to join with other Jews instead of staying in our separate homes or on our phones? Just one more story. We're told by the Hasidim that a disciple once asked his Rebbe the same question. It was a dark and cold winter day, and the rabbi sat in the modest quarters, gazing at a warm and roaring fire in the furnace. Why, the disciple asked, why must I go to the synagogue and join the community 
and a minion? Why do I have to serve God through the community as a Jew? Why must I depend on others, struggle with others, sacrifice with others? Why can't I just be by myself and God without the constant reminder that I'm part of this religious community? The rabbi said nothing. Several minutes passed. Still, the rabbi said nothing. He simply sat and stared into the tantalizing flames that danced in the fire. And finally, after what seemed like hours, the Rebbe leaned forward and still without speaking a word, he reached into the fire with a pair of tongs and he removed just one glowing piece of coal from the heap and he set it aside. In little more than a few seconds, the solitary coal ceased to glow. It cooled, it burned out, it perished. The student nodded, understood the lesson. When a person removes him or herself from a faith family community, you lose the glow, the warmth, the fire which you cannot endure without. This synagogue, this reform movement, connecting us to our friends from another spiritual home in Miami, Temple Beth Am, this faith family, is the fuel that feeds our Jewish fire. Without it, we burn out. Without it, we never know the meaning. I know you're never gonna forget this phrase. I just relearned it this week. Without it, we never know the meaning of kesef malay. The full price, no matter how much or how little we have. May our lives be complete and not spark notes by giving it our all. We pray on this Shabbat, recalling the life of Sarah and Abraham, Isaac, Rebecca, and Jacob, Rachel, and Leah to come, that together we may govern our lives with the wisdom of Kesef Maleh. Can you hear So may it be. Amen.